You're listening to the Practically Pastoring Podcast, where we want to help pastors and church leaders share ideas, become better shepherds and leaders, and have a good time with friends. Welcome to the Practically Pastoring Podcast. My name is Frank, and I am glad that you are here. The boys are in town, and I am with my buddy Jeff Simpson up in Baltimore, Maryland. We are not in town together, but hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Down in Sumter, South Carolina, we got Delmar Pete. Hello, hello. And repping the Dallas Theological Seminary, we got Andrew Larson. Greetings and salutation, one and all. Yes. Well, I am glad you all are here. Hey, we want to respect uh, Andrew's time. He has to get off here quickly, so we are going to get purpose-driven. I got all these dive- kids, man. You're right. You, I've you, got you keep coming four out, kids so. at three schools. It's crazy. That is nuts. All right, here's the first question. It came from our Facebook group. Both of these questions come from the Facebook group. Our lead pastor is leaving to start a church in a different state. He has mentioned a few times about wanting a severance. Does anyone have experience with a pastor leaving and what he was given? Should he get some severance pay even though he is not being let go? Should he be he get a one-time blessing offering? Should he not expect anything since he is the one leaving? I'm blown away by that question, actually. I mean, yeah, severance, that's, straight up, that's straight up bonkers. Severance, he should do not, something to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he wanted severance, he should have earned it. Kill the live stream. <laughs> but severance is for when the church wants to let you go, not for a fireable reason. Right. Not yeah. because you think grass is greener on the other side. And by the yeah. way, give me some money. Typically, severance is like there, there's a you know you have to fire some staff to make budget, so you're going to give some money, or or you're like eliminating a department. I mean, or you have a different vision, but they didn't really do anything wrong. Yeah. But technically, he's fired. Or you, you have so he should technically pay technically disqualified yourself from ministry, but you're kind of a jerk, and no one wants to work with you anymore. Yeah, Ouch. that's when you get severance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there there is definitely a place where if a if a pastor or a staff member leaves in good terms and you want to bless them as they go somewhere else, I can totally see that. It's weird that he's asking for it. If anything, the biggest sin here is that it's tacky. <laughs> you know, like like he's yeah. asking for the it's money. A bad look. But yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, like I I've, I've I, I've definitely heard of churches. I think my church is even like blessed a pastor as they left or something because that we were sending them out to something. If this was like a church planting another church, maybe, but that doesn't want, that's not what it sounds like. What do you guys think? It's weird. Cause he's saying, please treat me like I got fired, you know? And honestly, it, it may, this is where it hits me. This is where it hits me. It makes me wonder like, how's this guy's finances? And now I want to go check the church books. How's it been? How's things like if he needs the money that much that he's bringing up multiple times, um, something's going on. Maybe he doesn't feel appreciated. Maybe, I don't know, but there's definitely something, but I, I mean, or, there's, or yeah. the church has a lot of money and he's like, give me some of that cheddar yeah, before I leave bread, baby. you don't really need it. You know? <laughs> but churches do give love offerings. And I think that's a wonderful thing, but I've never I, yeah, seen it where he's expected I've gotten a, a love offering when I like went from one place to another, but never like a, here's a severance. Severance is typically like, Hey, we're going to cut you a lump sum that should be about six months of what your salary was going to be. And don't say anything bad about us on the way out. Well, this or is... severance could be, hey, we're really sorry that this happened. We don't really want to have to let you go, but 
here's a way to make it a little less hurtful. That's, I mean, that's the spirit of a severance. Not you maybe, left to go somewhere better. Maybe he's just not very articulate and he doesn't know the word for love offering. Yeah, maybe. That might be, that might be part of it. I don't know. But also, if you're going to go plant a church and you're trying to raise money and you're – yikes. This does this, not this sound is the equivalent like a path of a, of a, to success. This is the equivalent of a pastor getting up on the first Sunday of October and being like, hey, everyone, it's Pastor Appreciation Month, so I expect those gifts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where's my Chili's card? Yeah, don't be doing that. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if this is a thing because, like, if he's planting, he's starting a church in a different state. If he's planting a church, ha- would he gone to the elders and say, "Hey, support me in this endeavor"? Maybe he feels like he can't do that because he is a lead pastor, or maybe like he, as he's raising money for the church, he wants to have some pocket money to be able to um, live. Because he doesn't want to. Well, take I mean, it matters. Money. Like I, he's messy. he's leaving to start a church in a different state because he just wants to leave, and the church really wasn't behind it. Or is he leaving to start a church in another state as like a church planting effort from their church? In any regard, I mean, he shouldn't be like the way he. This question is asked. He has mentioned first of all, don't capitalize he for your pastor. Like is in this question is not Jesus. <laughs> I do. How many times you guys do that when you accidentally capitalize right. he or his because you're so used to doing it in writing? I That's do it all not the, time. the Lord. <laughs> but um, he's mentioned a few times about wanting a severance. That's super awkward. I'm assuming that that's super awkward. And so, also assuming that whoever's writing this is a staff member serving yes. under him. You're going out to lunch with the youth pastor or the associate pastor, and oh man. This lunch is on you, but next time, if the elders give me a severance <laughs> package, I'll get you back. Like how it's it just screams weird in yeah. every way. It's like you're dating someone and she breaks up with you and she wants alimony. It's like oh. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, it sounds to me like this the person writing this is having the like, wait, what the heck reaction to this, which this is whole fair. situation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I mean, do – okay, so to, to bring it in, though, like a conversation needs to be had with the pastor, I would say. I mean, regardless, you know you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think so. I don't think you just let it slip because then if he doesn't get it, what kind of bitterness sets in if he, if he had this expectation? So I think it's fair if you're not, say, listen, um, we want you to know we're grateful that you were here or don't lie. Maybe you weren't. But then say, but this is not happening – or you could tell him if you wanted to, because he also used, should we give a blessing offering on the way out? I will tell you, this is a really good opportunity for your church to say, we're going to step out in faith and help plant, give him some money to help plant this church. Because, I mean, I want to give this pastor the benefit of the doubt. If it's a calling, it's a calling, right? So, like, why why wouldn't I want to, I mean, I think about it, if, if a pastor I serve with left and was going to go start a ministry, I would probably want to especially since I love and respect him, I'd want to give some money toward it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I would be very clear. This is not a severance. Like whatever this is, it's not that because we respect you because we care about you because we're not leaving on bad terms. We want you to feel like you can always come back here. This is not a severance. I also think it depends on how long the pastor has been there. Um, you know, not probably not a whole lot of guys in their late fifties, early sixties, you know, going out to, to plant a church. And so maybe this is a, a younger, let's assume first time lead pastor that just doesn't quite know how a lot of the world of ministry works. 
and they've the only time they've seen somebody leave a church has been when they've gotten fired. Um, that you know, that that's a legit possibility. And so if you're thinking, hey, this guy was you know lazy and didn't get along with anybody, we fired him, and he got five thousand dollars on the way out. So people like me, so maybe I should get seven or eight. I I understand that logic, and again, I just think maybe maybe the uh, semantics are what's off here. But I think the church saying, "Hey, we're gonna you know throw a potluck, or we're gonna cater some uh, some some I don't know Sonny's barbecue or something, and we're gonna have a a dinner or a lunch on your last Sunday with us. We're gonna write you cards and tell you how much we love you. And um, by the way, church, while we are doing that. If you would like to write a check to pastor or contribute to uh, the new ministry that he's starting, here's the opportunity to do that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Not but at I all, think no. calling it a severance and expecting a severance is just plain weird. Super weird. As uh, If you decide to leave your church, the most you're going to get from me is a cake that says, okay, bye, and a half-used Chili's gift card. All right, That's all you're going to get from me. You're not gonna get a severance. That's too much. All right. I got a Chewbacca uh, cake at my last elders meeting at my previous church. <laughs> nice. That's actually pretty cool. That's kind of cool. Hey, before we dive into our next question, um, uh, the, the in a couple weeks, September fourth, we are going to start a new podcast called "What Is a Campus Pastor?" Make sure you we, subscribe. To Frank says we. We, as in I have the full support of Andrew, who is um, you do. head of marketing for my I'm podcast. I'm thrilled for you. <laughs> He's the head of marketing. He's my outreach this. department. He's the if outreach you can press department. play on the podcast, you're halfway there. Yeah, you have like 50% of the resume for a, podcast, for a campus pastor. Nice. Um, so, yeah, what is a campuspastor.com has all the details, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Do campus pastors put that on resumes, like can follow up videos really well? Great at next steps, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm eloquent in my announcement giving. Is is like Ooh. in bold on my resume. So That's a good eloquent word. and um, concise. And concise. I can stay within the hired. Time. Uh, what is the campus September fourth. Two episodes a week. You're gonna love it. Uh, uh, I'll see you then on September fourth. Hey, question number two. Uh, I just found out before this episode that Andrew wrote this question. Um, I'm interested in planning center for my church. <laughs> we are seeing exciting growth and new ministries are coming about. I believe planning center has the capability to help with setting up meetings, rotations, and volunteers, etc. How to use planning center? Is it worth the investment? Wait, I, you I really joke. wrote this question? No. I'm totally bamboozled. We don't use anything. Like our praise team has a group text, oh, and that's the extent of it. Uh, um, we we Jeff, have. We I ha- know the way when Andrew oh, talks about this, I'm yeah, like convulsing. Inside. You, you have to realize that when I got here, the median age, and I'm oh. not joking, was 78, which means that those 78 year olds are now wow. 85 year olds. Okay, let so, me tell you funny stuff about Planning Center in that age group. They will confirm, and then text me. And also maybe call me to make sure that they can. <laughs> y'all, y'all, true story. My mom received a planning center invite to for the helps team to serve at the door. And she saw that my dad was on it, too. So she sent him a message. Ooh, cutie cheeks. I can't wait to see you at the door. Oh. And sent it to the whole entire helps team. Yes. It was somewhat suggestive to the entire helps team. Your parents oh, still have sex. That's oh, good gosh. oh, that 
when I said that's awesome, I didn't know that Andrew was going to say that right before <laughs> what I said. I all removed right, that. All right, all right back I to planning will, center. I, I'll tell you everything we, we use it for. We use the whole suite, except, I, I mean, I have to, I actually don't know the answer to this question, but besides the giving aspect, because we use push pay, but we tie giving into our planning center suite. So, like, we use planning center calendars yeah. to, to kind of reserve spaces, all of our spaces. Like, our thermostats are, like, you know, set on a calendar. Mm-hmm. So we use calendar to make sure, like, the air conditioning is on That's and cool. spaces are reserved. That's even for, like, meetings to make sure that stuff gets reserved. We use playing center check-ins for our kids' area, for our student ministry, so we know when kids are coming in. We also use check-in for, like, when we have a member meeting. We know what members are there. They yeah. have to check-in and things like that. We use planning center groups for our small groups. It's the way people sign up for a small group. It's a way for our small group leaders to stay connected with. Since automatic yeah. reminders. Awesome. Yeah, automatic reminders. It's a way to, for people to post prayer requests. All the features that GroupMe has is in the groups app and better. And it's made for small groups. Um, planning center people is that free feature that I think everyone can use. It's a church database, and it is it's fairly powerful. robust, and it gets better every year. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's great. Planning center registrations. Is re- oh yeah oh also in people this playing center should sponsor us playing center people also has um, a place to make forms so yeah. like uh, as opposed to like doing just Google forms forms is better in planning center there's also a place for workflows which you know you could use Asana you could use all these task management things but like workflows in playing center is great because then it's tied to their profile yeah um, so that's great uh, you could also have background checks. All yep. in there, kind of res- t- tied to their profile. Planning center registrations is good for like an event where you need to either, like, let's say there's a Bible study or an event where people need to pay for something. They could do that there. You can even in registrations, like if I'm going to a summer camp, I can assign cabins or vehicles, all that stuff in there. Really the robust. Planning center services is like the, the OG. That, it's the it's the thing that like has like changed the game for like churches. Like a church that doesn't have planning center services. Uh, Bro, who does it, group I, text for worship teams? What are we? I mean, you probably use still email. Use, you probably still <laughs> use PowerPoint too. Gross. <laughs> no, we use the transparency. I think he's so mad right now. Oh, <laughs> triggered. <laughs> Del, what were you gonna say? No, this is a good conversation. We're actually having this conversation as a church right now because there are so many platforms, and we're we're really up on Planning Center for all of our services. But I, I'm actually looking. I'm glad this question came down because we're looking to consolidate everything into one. And you said the people the people database is the biggest need for us right now because our church has doubled in the last year. So like we don't we're just trying to figure out who's who. So you said the people database is free. Yeah, is that what grab I heard? It. Yeah, go grab it. Yeah, a lot of the. I mean, what? here's one thing we do through people. We actually keep our Mailchimp list up to yep. date. Same. And 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 so and it'll like, it also yeah. works with Clearstream. If you yeah, use texting, it, it's. It, 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 I mean, it, that's it, a it really is, good deal. Planning Center is one of those things where when you have when you go all in, everything works really really well together. So it's like for example, Apple. If, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like so. Like for example, on registrations, if I'm signing up for an event, um. First of all, I just put my phone number, and Planning Center pulls all my data from my profile, yep. my wow. email, my phone number, all that stuff, and it's all like, kind of in there. It still can get messy. It, like, it's still, like, and, the, and the biggest one thing that we're pushing now that's brand new for us is there's the Church Center app, which is by Planning Center. It's great. Which, which is like you download a physical app. There you can give through that app. Nice. You can sign up for events through that app. 
you create a profile, and right now we're trying to convince everybody to download the app so they can take a picture of themselves, put it to their profile. Yeah. So now, on a Sunday morning, if there's someone I don't know, I can like look on the app real quick, be like, oh, I know that person because I see their picture, and like nice. be impressive. Like I well, know their name in the church directory to too, in in Planning Center, you can opt, you can in the Planning Center app. People can opt in to the directory, and everybody that's opted in shows up in the directory for everybody else that's opted in. That's fair. Well, so here's, it's, here's it's a question nice. I have. Are there permissions levels granted? Yes. So, like, if I'm as yep. my elder, I go pray with Miss Betsy. I can write in here, I pray for Miss Betsy's bunion, yep. and the other elders only can see it. Why do you always go with bunions, dude? Um, I, I've said bunions before. I think so. In the, in the, oh, in the previous episode, he talked about a member taking pictures of people's rear ends. Yeah, rear ends. Yeah. Like, where, where, where are we going with it? Hey, but, go uh, listen to that for full I, context, hey, okay? I prefer hey. the bunions for what it's worth. Yes. And also, I didn't. Leave, I, I had to run to the bathroom, and we do still use PowerPoint for our worship on oh, Sunday mornings. Dude, come on. So, that, yeah. but uh, again, when I got here, the the median age was was a lot older than it is now. And the praise team is the one group that has stayed intact. So, um, and I've pushed for um, pro presenter, and every time we've tried it, it's died because pl- pl- uh, pro presenter dies all the time on everybody, no matter who you are. And so, um, I create all of my slides for my sermons in Keynote, and then I have to export them into JPEGs, and then create a new Keynote with the JPEGs yep. so that the fonts don't get. Uh, don't get yep. messed up, and then yep. export the new keynote into PowerPoint because the PowerPoint license that we have on our computer expired in like 2014, and so <laughs> I have to have. Hey, just listen. The, uh, as bare Andrew bones. talks about this, and as we rant on him for not having Planning Center and not PowerPoint, this is a masterclass in pastoring the church that you have and not the one that you think you want to have someday. And that's, that's if your exactly church is full of eighty-year-olds and they are good with PowerPoint and group text, then you just let them stick Hymnals. with it if it's working. And if they if they want to sign up on a poster board that somebody makes every couple of months to fi- to sign up who's bringing a breakfast casserole and who's in the nursery, but they won't sign up online, then you better make the prettiest poster board you can make. Yep, especially if they make good casseroles. You have um, no idea hey, one feature, what we one, were eating this past Sunday. Two, two things I want to add to that. Frank, we basically do a lot of the same things you do, but on a much smaller scale, obviously. But still, we use check-ins for our kids. Uh, you can get the printers for the kids' check-in, so it'll print their sticker tags that go on. One, the parent gets a sticker, and the kid gets a sticker. And when they come back, they got to give you their sticker to get their kid. Uh, really important. Background checks, like you said, are tied to people so you're good with your liability policy for kids and even youth workers and stuff we run ours right through the the third party that planning center uses called checker uh, and it works really well and it's all within planning center all of our giving is on planning center which means we can do online giving text to give and then our assistant treasurer who enters the giving information for checks and cash they enter it into planning center and that i believe exports to quicken for than the treasurer to keep the books. Um, so all of that stuff, we use services for all the service, you know, for all planning services. And so right now, like our youth ministry has a service plan. There's different types of church services you can have within your database on services. So we have a youth ministry one. We have a children's ministry one, which they don't ever use, do like an order of service in it, but they just schedule volunteers through it. And then we have our main Sunday morning, like worship service, and you can create teams and positions within those teams. You can set up how many people you need. There's this really cool thing called the matrix for services that lets you look at 
basically however many plans uh, of services at once you want to look at. They've just recently changed it and made it like customizable, and it's amazing. You, you, you know what's good about Matrix is like let's say you want to schedule a group of people yep. over the span of six weeks, but you you don't want to like reschedule the same people every time. You can see everything at one time. You can hit auto schedule. You can hit auto schedule. Um, uh, in the people app, uh, here like I was trying to make a list of like specific people and the level of like okay. I want to search for all the people who've attended. Yeah, yeah, the last that, that's four what I was going to say. You can do who lists. have served uh-huh. and that have checked in on kids. Like you can do such specific and nuanced things to target specific people. Essentially, so it's it, unlimited within all the yeah. rules that are built into Planning Center. The amount of rules you can add to a list, and then it will generate yeah. you a list. Yeah. So yeah, like in my, I'm looking at mine right now, and if I pull up my list in Planning Center, people, I have a list called Children's Ministry Background Check Completed. And the rules for that list are um, that it's going to pull from like 400 people in our database, uh, and it would include people who have com- completed a background check within any time, and the background check has come back. So I can just pull that and look at it. Um, there's other lists that are for other things that we've done, um, all the parents of all the kids. So it's a list of anybody who has a child within their household in our church. And so then it like just it filters those people. Um, I use it for Sunday attendance. Um, that's my most like uh, up to date database of people who are regularly attending. You can classify people as different membership levels, so you can have like member, attender. Uh, I think you can customize them too, and you can go through. So about once every four weeks, I go through my entire database and just make sure that those people are you know labeled correctly. And then my Sunday attendance sheet, when I refresh it, it will refresh so that the lady that takes attendance on paper, because she can't figure out how to do check-ins on her phone, Andrew, but I just print it for her anyway because she's been there for a long time and she's really sweet, and I'm not going to fight that fight with her. But at least her um, attendance list is pretty pretty updated. The thing I've started using Planning Center for more recently is actually for board meetings. Um, and this is not what it was really necessarily intended for, but it works amazing. In Planning Center Services, I created another service type called like meetings. And in the in that service type, there are teams of people that are basically my governing board. And so then I can go through and schedule as if it's a church service, a board meeting, and the start time is set in there, and then I can say, you know, we're gonna do a ten minute devotional, then we're gonna handle new business for ten minutes, and then we're, and so I can see exactly how long my board meeting should go. And since people are used to accepting or declining on Planning Center for other things, when I send this to my board members, in the email that gets generated to them, I put, hey, this is for a board meeting. Please hit accept or decline. And then I know who's coming to my board meeting. And I don't have to manage like a group text of different people. I can't make it. I can make it. I don't have to manage the dreaded email thread of reply alls to everybody. Uh, It works really great, and then they can see the agenda for the meeting because I just create it as if it's like a church service moving from one item to the next. So there's ways you can use it that are a little bit outside the box but really, really work well. Yeah, I can't – I I think at minimum services and Planning Center, sponsor us. Yeah, I know, Planning Center. I mean, I have no negative things to say about Planning Center. So you guys are saying that it's good. It's amazing. Oh, it's it's excellent. And I think whoever this is who really wants it, like – there's maybe a small learning curve, but they are really good at tutorial videos of how to like use their software. And, I would and start with services, and I mean services people is free, like, but start with services, 
Um, even if all you do is plan your the order of your service and you don't even get into attaching MP3s and chord charts and all that stuff, your worship leader, once they see it, is going to love it. In a bigger church setting, if you have the budget, you can do something called Music Stand, which it allows all of your PDFs for chord charts to be viewed in a like on an iPad or a tablet. Any, they're all pretty much compatible, even down to the point where you can assign one person to flip the pages for everybody in the band. Over, it'll like switch it all wow. over Wi-Fi. So it's just it's built for churches to stay organized. Um, frankly, like Andrew and I's churches could probably survive without Planning Center, but Dell and Frank, I don't know how churches your size do it without some kind of database or a system like this. I, I know we, um, you know, and like if you're listening to this and you're in a multi-site, Planning Center has multi-site features where like mm-hmm. I can look. There's like folders, and I look at my campus, and then my campus has um, for services it has. Uh, you know, uh, the worship service for Sunday morning has kids, has students, and that kind of stuff. It is super robust. Um, and I'm looking at it, like I don't know what publishing custom web and app content. Like I've, I've, there's so many features to this, like to playing something I'm still not even fully aware of. And I'm, I bet we do that because we have the app. So like, um, it it is it is it is it, like if you can go all in, which I know it's not cheap. If you can go all in, like you'll you will be much more organized, and things will become more clear to you. Like I can now see that Miss Susan, who's checking in her kids, also went to this event, and also like one thing we do with our Connect cards is all the prayer requests of the Connect cards are typed into our planning center thing, and so their prayer requests are tied to that person's profile. Now, I only, I'm the only person that has a permission to see that. I give those permissions, and now I can see the prayer requests that they've been writing every single week and being able to pray for them or to see how the Lord has changed in them and moved in them and stuff like that. You can also annotate where they've been growing as a person, when they've been baptized, and all this kind of stuff. It is, it is, it's a great tool. Again, Jeff's right. We should have planning center sponsors because I have we no should, negative man. things to say. And I, they have and tons like, of training. Like if you look up yeah. training videos on planning center, it's a, follow them on Facebook. Yeah. They do planning center you things all the time where they're teaching you like real nuanced, nerdy stuff way it, inside of the software. You know, and I'll offer this too. It, it does have a unique advantage in a small church as well. For example, Andrew, you probably could stand in the back room and check everybody in on Planning Center or have someone do it on Sunday morning so you know who's there. And then you can actually have Planning Center notify you when that person has not been there two or three weeks. It will notify you so then you can reach out to them personally. I mean, and y'all know how much sometimes just the phone call or the letter is everything. So it can help you close the back door on some of those things um, in big churches, but also medium and, and especially small when, when you really can keep a tally on who's in the room. Yeah, if you, if you go in and you use check-ins, which is part of it, to check people in every week. So the way we do it is the lady that does the paper attendance, I take that on Mondays and I enter those in as a check-in so then I actually have attendance for Sunday, not just a head count, but actual attendance. And then I can generate a list of anybody who has not been checked in in like the last three weeks. And then I can do pastoral care based on that list that comes up. So it's really yeah. useful for stuff like that. If you're a worship leader, you schedule rehearsals and services. Like, If it, you're a worship leader and you haven't heard of Planning Center, what are we doing? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it typically goes like worship leaders are like the first one that really wants to buy into yeah, Planning Center. Yeah, they're always bringing – I've counseled so many way. worship leaders on how to convince their board to buy Planning Center. Yeah. And if, you, if you're ever at a conference and Planning Center is there, they usually have really fun swag, typically socks – 
Like I have like five pairs of socks that are fun putting center socks. And people are always, I wear them at weddings because they're like dress socks. They're really nice. So, anyways, we have to we have to wrap this up. Uh, this is this is fun. I I hope playing center hears this because if you want to send us some socks, we'll take that in lieu of payment for this uh, for this promotion. Um, this episode brought to you by. We, we'd love awesome to have you at a socks. conference. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you at a conference. Hey, uh, again, uh, we if you enjoyed this episode, please share this with a friend. Share this with another pastor. Uh, let other people know, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, give us a, a five-star rating on Spotify. Uh, we love doing this to help you get the resources you need to uh, be a better pastor. Hey, we'll see you next week. I'm Frank Gill. I'm calling out Tim Th- Timothy Miller because he's supposed to be with his daughter right now, and he's texting our group text. Tim? Wow. You're called out, wow. buddy. Wow. What's happening? I'm marking him absent on Planning Center. I'm, I'm Delmar. <laughs> I'm Andrew Larson. This is Presley Pastoring. Bye. Best outro ever. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Get connected to other pastors by joining the Practically Pastoring Facebook group, where we get to share ideas and make each other better. Guys, I didn't get a text from Tim. Is there a group chat that I'm not in?